Combos, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com.
Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Take you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Free download for you. Of course, Nash FM's, uh, FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. And our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Um, Jude Young joins me on the program, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. Also, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. at um, on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, already up on the WLA-TV YouTube page. So if you missed the program yesterday or you can't catch it this evening or tomorrow, uh, feel free to check it out on, uh, again, one of our social media platforms or, again, at the WLA-TV YouTube page at ericasher.com. Today is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza, and we got a lot of reasons to lift the cup today, Jimmy Steele style. Of course, we ask you to partake uh, with all the great William Grant products, uh, and uh, we can all lift the glass to Jarvis Landry becoming a New Orleans Saint today. We'll talk more about that as we go forward, but Hendrick Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. Grab your favorite, lift the glass to, again, Jarvis coming home. And, of course, that all-star lineup of scotches, Lenfittich Scotch Whiskey, the, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, and, of course, Monkey Shoulder. Uh, and uh, if you love Irish whiskey, we got the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Tell them more, do Irish whiskey. And uh, don't forget about f- uh, Fistful of Bourbon, Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, the Bourbon Portfolio, our rum portfolio, Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum, and also... Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in the state of Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation. www.gottourtroops.org. And, of course, you're helping out active military, retired military members and their families by giving. Um, they have over four, over $200,000 in financial aid so far, and it's growing uh, since 2012. Helping them with insurance premiums, um, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, home repairs, uh, living expenses, it's a good way to be able to help those who have served us uh, and, of course, their families who have given up so much uh, for the service of their of their family members in the military. So, again, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum or give directly uh, to the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtroops.org. We're going to be joined by Michael Fazan of Hot Off the Bench uh, podcast, Fazan of Football podcast and blog today on the program as we normally are. That will happen in a few minutes. And, of course, don't forget about uh, Glenn Gilbo uh, is a normal contributor to our program. He will join us at uh, 5.15 this afternoon. And then we'll finish up with Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints podcast. And a lot of um, you, have the, you hear the jubilation uh, broke about half an hour ago. Jarvis Landry is signing a one-year deal with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, to me, that is the second-to-last piece. Uh, when you start looking on the offense, uh, you the running back, and then on defense, bringing back Quan Alexander. Uh, to me, Quan Alexander is a guy that is more than a luxury. I've said that since the beginning. Yes, Pete Werner was coming on, uh, but again, you, uh, the 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 mark of a great team, a team that has the ability to be able to withstand injuries, is to have great depth and quality depth. And adding a guy like Quan Alexander, the way him and Demario Davis have teamed up over the last few years. Uh, is a plus for this defense. It solidifies the defense, much like you see Jarvis Landry coming in and solidifying the offense when it comes to the wide receiving core. Uh, 
Um, look, this was a horrible wide receiving core last year. Uh, you know, I've called it from big lots. All of a sudden now, uh, that's, that's been transformative. Michael Thomas starting at one, at one wide receiver. Uh, Alave at the other wide receiver. And now, again, Jarvis Landry at the slot. Marcus Callaway becomes your fourth uh, wide receiver. Now, again, Deontay Hardy can be a guy you could use in spot, uh, in spot um, uh, use as far as, you know, um, using him for big plays. Hopefully Kamara can play a full season without having the NFL suspend him uh, because that gives you another weapon in the passing game. All of a sudden, Jameis Winston goes from a weaponless wide receiving core and, and pass catchers, and that includes the tight end position where I believe Troutman will be better. Taysom Hill now is a full-time tight end. Jawan Johnson's got to be better as, as, a, as a, a hybrid guy, and we'll see what Nick Vanette can bring to the table. But all of a sudden now, Jameis Winston has weapons. And what have we been talking about the whole offseason? Give Jameis weapons. And, of course, Michael Thomas, hopefully he comes back 100% healthy because that you know puts him as one of the top receivers in the NFL. Look, this is a five-time pro bowler, okay, when you talk about Jarvis Landry coming to town and a guy that can catch the ball in traffic. And both guys would be great mentors uh, to Chris Olave, who signed his rookie deal today as well. They'll break it down for us. From Hot Off the Bench podcast, Fazan on football blog and podcast, Mike Fazan joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, my brother. How's how great going? of a day is today? How great of a day is today? I mean, come oh, on. Oh, man. You kidding me? I Adam mean, Miller's returning to the LSU basketball And Adam Miller's returning to the LSU Tiger basketball team. Good, I mean, great point. Heck, man is doing some work up there. God, dog. Oh, no, he, he definitely is, uh, no doubt. And I guess it's all over social media, and I'm just going to concur. I think we now know why the Saints players uh, over the last over the Wait, last. Mike, you broke years. up, and we missed that. Are you saying that now we know why again the Saints weren't signing LSU players? Is that Sean Payton? That's exactly what I'm saying, my friend. Okay, because yeah, you broke up where where one of us. Yeah, I, I just tweet. I just tweeted that back at. Um, and our good friend Les East, you know, Les was saying Daryl Williams is available at the running back position, uh, you know, and, and, of course, making light of the fact that another LSU player is coming to the Saints. But I don't think there's any doubt. We've talked about it for years. Sean Payton, uh, again, was not, not, not the talent. It doesn't do with the talent. I just think he didn't want the distractions of having, again, players that are, that are homegrown coming back home. Obviously, Mickey Loomis. Obviously, Dennis Allen feel differently. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I think Sean Payton was heavily influenced by Bill Parcells in that respect. And um, he carried that with him uh, all the while he was a Saints. Now, look, I mean, he won a Super Bowl with the Saints and he won a bunch of divisions and made some NFC championship games. So it's not like L- the Saints didn't win because Sean Payton didn't like LSU players. But um, I think I can speak for a lot of people who are, who are sick and tired of seeing LSU players directed by Atlanta, Tampa. Carolina, Dallas, I mean, all over the the NFL, and they're all succeeding. Uh, and here are the Saints. They're not bringing anybody in from LSU. So it just, it just kind of looked like, hmm, something's not right here. So, And I like the fact I would rather sign a player in the NFL that played at LSU than maybe draft one because it's a little less pressure, I think, than drafting one. Um, it's a different, maybe a different kind of pressure. Uh, because, John, you know, look, the guys they're bringing in have put skins on a wall. Jarvis Landry, 
uh, Tyran Matthew, Quan Alexander, as you mentioned. And I saw the tweet by last season when he said uh, uh, Darrell Williams is out there. Right. <laughs> this is fast becoming LSU South. So um, welcome to the party, Saints. Welcome to the what the rest of the NFL is known for all these years, that LSU produces some pretty fine football players in the NFL. It, was the, it has been the greatest era in the history of LSU football. When you talk about since Nick Saban took over the program and rebuilt it, uh, to, to Les Miles, uh, to, to again, um, uh, to uh, you look at the just the number of players that they have been able to put in uh, the NFL and to be able to ignore that. Uh, and yeah. they're in your own backyard and they're sitting there like a Patrick Queen was a few years ago. Like, again, Jarvis Landry was in the second round that year that they drafted Brandon Cooks. Um, you know, they couldn't get Odell Beckham. He went to the 12th overall pick. Uh, there's been many, many players, as, again, we looked at this draft uh, coming down, that you could say these guys were fits, uh, and he right. went into a different direction. Now, you, you look at it, you know, uh, Ed Ogeron won a national championship, Les Milesen won a national championship, and, and of course, it, was, it started off, obviously, again, with, you know, the greatest coach in, in the history of, um, of, uh, of college football in, in Nick Saban. So it, 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 didn't, it never made sense to me to be able to not bring those players in when you look at the pedigree. Now, I get the distraction and the hangers-on and the pressure that you're talking about when it, when right. it comes to a homegrown players. You know, I mean, look, look at Will Clapp. Will Clapp was able to come in and deal with it. There was no issue here. And he's a homegrown New Orleans kid, went to Brother Martin, went to LSU, and it was never yep. an issue there. You know, but, I mean, I get it in, in a lot of cases. In, in that case, Sean Payton went with the next best school. What was that? Ohio State. Ohio and, and, State. And they have, really, they have really, again, honed in on a lot of Ohio State players. Where, again, you look around the division, and you're right. You look at Atlanta, you look at Carolina, especially Tampa Bay, who have, again, traditionally drafted, Saint, draft, drafted LSU players and, and have yeah. done well. And have done well. No, I agree with you. But these are two special players they're bringing in, 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 in Tyron Matthew, who has solidifies the defensive backfield. And then now, again, a guy that if for some reason Michael Thomas is not 100%, you can move him right in that spot, you won't miss a beat. If, if yeah. Thomas is 100%, you got him on the opposite side. Who are you double-teaming, Mike? Who are you double-teaming, especially right. with Kamara coming out the backfield? you got to play this offense straight up now. They went yeah. from weaponless last year to, again, a plethora of weapons now this year. Yeah, I mean, look um... – there's going to you're right, Eric. You can't double team anybody. Probably run a lot of zones at at, at Jameis Winston to confuse him. But um, you know, getting going back to to the Saints drafting or not drafting uh, LSU players. Look, if the Saints are drafting and, and Devin White's on the board, I believe the Saints are going to jump on him. Now. Anybody who doubted the Saints avoided drafting LSU players, you said it, Patrick Queen. You dra- you avoided drafting a Pro Bowl linebacker when you needed a linebacker to draft a guard center that you didn't need a guard center at that number one draft choice. When you can get a guard in round four, Jabari Evans, hello. So I don't want to hear. I've I've already heard one one sports guy, a local state, say, "Oh, poo poo on the Saints." The fact that the Saints will avoid drafting LSU players. 
I will say it till I go to my grave, the same thing to Sean Payton, absolutely avoiding it. Now, the Saints didn't draft Devo Jones, but they drafted Mike Thomas. Okay, I'll, I can live with that. Uh, and the other players, you know, along the sure. line. So it, it's just, you know, sometimes a, when the Saints are picking, there's not an LSU play available that, you know, is rated where the Saints are picking. And I get that. Right. And, and you can't force a pick either, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you can't but, force a pick. No, I get it. But when, when, when all things are equal, right, Mike? And, and a guy like Patrick Queen is on the exactly. on the the board, and you need a linebacker, and you go in a different direction, and he goes to Baltimore, which is linebacker. You know, I mean, if you want to look at the at, at, at the history of linebackers in the recent NFL, you look to the Baltimore Ravens and oh, what they've oh, been no able to do with their linebacking core, right? Oh, no question about, it. no doubt, no doubt about it. And that's you the know? thing. That's when you got to say, wait a minute, hold on a minute. You avoid an obvious need where the player that fell exactly where he was rated, and he was sitting there waiting for you. And that's when everybody just said, okay, all right. Because it's the player you picked. I mean, right. the dude they picked. Who's, again, you, who, who you started at guard, who came in as a center, and, yeah. and if anything, I retarded his progress. Because, it, because again, I don't know if he's a better center than he is a guard. Yeah. I mean, I would hope so because he's not a very good guard. Now, this is the this is the tail of the tape for him this year. He's got to be able to produce at, at the guard position, and they got to figure something out. Yeah. Uh, you know, Throckmorton came in last year, and I thought he played better than than than, uh, than Ruiz, more consistent. Yeah, and he's an undrafted free agent. You know, I was just talking. I was texting with a sports uh, a, a well-known sports guy in in town before I came on with you. And he was saying, we're going to find out how many players Saints missed out on because of Sean Payton. It's going to, you know, that type of situations. And I'm paraphrasing that. I don't want to, sure. you know. Say, and another thing is, you know, Dennis Allen and the Saints were patient in free agency this year. And look where they landed. So he he made two great points to me within a matter of two minutes. Mm-hmm. And, uh uh, I thought, well, you know, that's that's just really smart because the Saints have been known to be not at times overly aggressive. They got burned, right? Jarvis Bird situation, there and then go. they hung back and they picked they picked up guys. But I mean, this season, I, I don't think they've had an off season like this where you can say you didn't overpay for two guys, you didn't overreach, and you let it fall to you. And it could be just luck that these two guys, Matthew and Landry, were on were. Or there when you needed somebody, but it just worked out just fine. And I mean, well, there's Mike, no excuse this season for the Saints not to make the playoffs. Oh, I'm about to get into that with you in a second. There were players that, that again that, that that I circled coming into this coming into this off season that that you need, especially again when when you saw the losses, and the wish list included Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew. A lot of people felt that they weren't going to go in that direction because of the history of not going with LSU players. Not going after but LSU, in essence, right. as you mentioned, exactly. the patience of, of, again, when a lot of us, myself included, I'm screaming through this microphone, go get these guys before they're gone. Yeah. And they waited it out. They kept their compensatory picks for next year, which is going to help them, especially if Sean Payton does not go back into coaching, as, as again, they're anticipating, and they're going to get, get some uh, some uh, additional draft picks. Remember, remember the first or second-round pick. Yeah. So. At that point, you feel like they waited it out. 
and then they were able to get hometown discounts. Now, look, we don't know what Jarvis Landry's deal is, but we know it's a one-year deal. At least that's been reported by Aaron Wilson, okay? Schultz yeah. reported that, again, he's, he's becoming a saint. We know, looking at, at, at Tyron Matthews' uh, deal, that it is, it is a hometown discount. So he came back home with his hometown discount. Now, maybe yeah. Jarvis Landry's, again, in a situation where he says, look, I'd rather go home for a year, uh, you know, wait this thing out, See what the wide receiver market's going to be. Go out there again, make plays with a really good team, and then maybe set myself out on the market again and try to try to make more money. Or it could be a situation where he comes here, falls in love with this place, realizes this is like this way he'd like to end his career, most like Tyron Matthew, and he signs an extension. We'll see how it kind well, of plays out. I think it's a smart move by, by Jarvis Landry because Jameis Winston's on a two-year deal. I mean, he's right. going to come. He's giving Jameis Winston a one-season tryout. <laughs> And he's going he's gonna well, to find out. And so are the Saints. Quick. Well, I'm just saying, Jarvis Landry signs a one-year deal. He's going to find out real quick whether, whether, you know, Winston's a guy that he can live with as his quarterback. And uh, if, it, if it's after a season together and it doesn't look like it, then he can walk away. Right. And he's not bound to stay another year, which puts him another year over 30. Uh, where, where uh, otherwise he can go find a good quarterback to mm-hmm. play with. Yep. So I think it's a great move on Landry's part, and right. I think it's and, a and good was... move on the Saints' part as well. Okay, yeah. let's give give it a one year tryout deal. I mean, Winston's mm-hmm. only on a two year deal anyway. That's right. Well, there are no more excuses for Jameis Winston. Okay, right. <laughs> look, he came exactly. in. He looked like he played very very well last year. Uh, again, didn't he only turned the ball over three times? One fumble, right? Two two interceptions. Um, uh, in, in 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 seven games, uh, he played well. He was he was on he was on he was on a Pro Bowl type uh, uh, trajectory uh, in in the first seven games of the season, with again zero weapons with the exception of Alvin Kamara, and that's it. Right. That's all he had. Right. He had Alvin he had Alvin Kamara. Now you're looking at a team that is far from weaponless, uh, with again Thomas Alave. Uh, now, now Jarvis Landry, a, a year with Callaway. Now again, now he's a fourth receiver, Deontay Hardy. You look now. Uh, uh, yes, you lose your best offensive lineman, but you have you're you're you're, you're fine there with Hurst and maybe Penning coming on, coming on. Uh, I, I still believe that Troutman is going to have a breakout year this year. Uh, I may be 100 percent wrong on that, but again, you still got Taysom Hill, uh, Vanette, as I mentioned, Jawan Johnson at the tight end position. And really the only missing link to me right now is another running back. And that running back is really an insurance running back in case something happens to, um, to, to uh, Mark Ingram where he's not able to, to uh, put a whole season together at a high level or Kamara is ultimately suspended. You have weapons. Yeah. So now it's up to Jameis Winston to go out there and produce. Okay, don't turn the ball yeah. over uh, and, and move this offense because – this this is as, as good of an offense as we've seen in a long time here when you look at the weapons. Uh, but the only difference is, again, you don't have to go to quarterback. And the good thing about it, Eric, is um, I'm listening to you talk. I'm, I'm listening and I'm thinking to myself, this is like too much of a good thing. You know, too many weapons on paper and not enough footballs. But remember, John Andrew opposite Odell Beckham two seasons and, and really – so he knows what it's like to be the same with another. And Mara's been on a – what that's like to, to be able to share the wealth, so to speak, so everybody gets that. But you're right. I mean, it's this is a situation where I don't know if there's ever been a team with as many 
top, you know, as many, as much talent, as many uh, targets as the Saints have, as many weapons. They got the weapons down. I mean, yeah, look, there were no more excuses. When you and I were were rooting for West Chandler, Chuck no. Muncie, Henry Childs, and that Come game. Come on. I mean, huh. so, I mean, look. Manning. Manning, Garbrath, Charles, Muncie, West Chandler, Ike Harris. I mean, come on. Ridiculous, ridiculous offense. So, I mean, now you got something that that is as good as that. And so, uh, I mean, talent-wise. Yes. I mean, for the last few years, Sean Payton was a wizard at taking average receivers and plugging them in an offensive system that was great. But now the Saints know that Payton's gone. They right. need to take good receivers, plug them in a good system, and make it all great. So good to great. No, and, and, and the goat lifted all boats, right? I mean, you had a quarterback that lifted all boats. I don't care where you yeah. came from. If you could run a precise route, if you could catch the ball, if you again, he was going to get you the ball in a position to be successful. Uh, and and oh, Jameis has not proven yeah. he's been able to do that. Jameis has proven yes, guy. he's a great deep ball thrower. But now he's going to have to be able to throw the ball over the middle. And he's got guys that can catch the ball in traffic. And guys like, again, Michael Thomas and, and, and also uh, Jarvis Landry. All right, Mike Vazan with us. We'll take a quick break here. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Uh, you're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt Generator and Sales and Service. They are the experts. Uh, first of all, they'll sit down with you. It's usually Jason Burkhardt, who's in charge of, again, um, uh, generator sales and service. And they'll do a consultation with you. It really is it's a get-to-know-you. It's, get it's an information-type situation. not trying to sell you anything. They don't have to sell you a generator. If you're coming to them asking about a generator, you're in the market for a generator. So, again, he'll educate you on, again, what are your options for a generator. Then when you come to a decision, single-day install. Their generator is now in stock at the warehouse at Burkhardt's Warehouse on the, on, on the North Shore. Then, of course, financing available for generators. You can pay mo low monthly notes to be able to get, have that in your home or your business. New install quality check after one month. They do that for everything they install for you. It's part of their customer service pledge. We'll make sure that you're comfortable with the system. And then, of course, when it comes to emergency service, second to none. 24-7, 365 emergency service when, for your generator. When the storm dies down, when it's safe for them to come out to be able to get your generator up and running, they are there with all the parts you need that are, that are already stored in their warehouse, ready to be able to install when your generator goes down. Generator sales and service is Burkhardt, acpromise.com acpromise.com. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a uh, glass of William Grant. Reach for a bottle of William Grant products. Independent Family Distillers since 1887. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. DQ presents, picture this. You stand before the new signature stack burger menu at DQ. Five cheeseburgers with 100% real seasoned beef, like the loaded A1 stack burger. And your mouth wonders, where have you been all my life? <laughs> DQ, happy tastes good. Look out for an accident over on the right shoulder on 10 eastbound at Louisa. 
and your delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to Louisa. Also, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to just before the airport. In the meantime, delays are going to be heavy on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are going to be heavy from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are going to stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. In the meantime, look out for accidents Napoleon Avenue at Carondelet and Upper Line at Ferret. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Okay, we've gathered you here in Yield Conference Room to announce that thanks to all your hard work, there will be bonuses this year in the form of gift cards to Grimwald's Tavern. Throughout history, people have always been underpaid. Search jobs by salary at monster.com or download the app. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Hendrix Gym, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vaca. Don't forget about Hendrix Neptunia. 
Uh, again, limited edition spirit, as well as, again, that all-star lineup of scotches. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Don't forget also Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, Monkey Shoulder is another part of our, um, our um, scotch portfolio. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And, of course, uh, Cillo Jerry Rum and, and uh, Florida Kind of Nicaraguan Rum round out uh, the portfolio of William Grant. And then you get into, again, the... Uh, the, the upper class of the spirits, right, as, as you go with the years. And, oh, it, I'll tell you what, you can do a deep dive. And uh, just fantastic spirits up and down the lineup uh, of, of William Grant. Reach for William Grant products, proud sponsors of our Friday show. And, of course, Hendrix Neptunia, proud sponsor of our Monday show uh, right here on um, 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. All right, Mike Vazan rejoins us on the program, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Vazan on football podcast and blog. Uh, Mike. We're talking about the situation with Jarvis Landry. Uh, obviously, again, I'm excited about it. It's a guy I wanted all along. Same thing with the Honey Badger. I'm hoping that Quan Alexander comes back. A lot of people believe that, that again, that um, Pete Werner is, is ready to, to take that spot next to Demario Davis. Remember, Demario Davis is in his 30s. And, and, look, I'm knocking on wood here, guys, okay, for the entire city. I'm knocking on wood. So, and ben, Bentley doesn't like the knocking on wood. But with that said, Mike, Demario uh, Davis is getting a little bit older. You got you got to love uh, the, the fact that that, that Werner is coming on. Hopefully, Quan Alexander will be part of this as well. I mean, Demario Davis is getting older, but he doesn't look like it. According to his play, he doesn't look like he's aging. No, I agree. Like, I missed something. Um, no. I mean, listen. Nowadays, players can play well into their early to mid thirties because of the, the nutrition and the workout regimen mm-hmm. they they follow now. And as long as he stays healthy, like you said, Biggie, I don't see, I don't see why he can't play. Right. At least one, two, three more years. At least I two, mean, two, three more years. No, I'm with you. Now again, can can Zach Bond come on? Okay, who again yeah. was a uh, look? He was a third round pick, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Caden Ellis has maybe done a little bit more than Zach Bond has been able to do, and he was a seventh round pick. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt. Want, 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 Pete Warner looks like the real deal. Okay, based on what we saw yeah. last year. Uh, in, in the COVID game, right? I mean, again, where he took care of everything on that defense. But I still and think there's a place it. for Quan Alexander on, on, on this team when you talk about quality depth. Yes, yeah. Bond and Ellis can be two guys that can play defense for you. Uh, the rookie um, uh, uh, that's coming in uh, was a Jackson. Uh, you know, maybe he's going to be a guy on special teams as well. But uh, I'd like to see him come back. I think that completes it. And I think the defense is solid first, second, and third levels. You know, I think a lot of people are underestimating the pass rush this year, especially if you've got guys that are healthy. Uh, DeMar- uh, Marcus Davenport, when healthy, is one of the top um, uh, defensive um, uh, pass rushers. When healthy, he's been able to prove that. Yeah. The point of the problem is, again, he hasn't done that consistently. Well, Marcus Davenport is dominant if he said when he's healthy. I mean, uh, I'd love to see him put a whole season together because he can be a dominant player. I mean, like, Big time. Right. And he's but, looking for a contract. Yeah. So, I mean. Okay, it's a contract listen, year. If he can, if he can stay healthy, you think the season Trey Hendrickson had blew up. Watch Marcus Davenport. Oh, I agree. Uh, yeah. So, he's a guy to keep an eye on. He's in a contract season. So, um, the, the one I over Damara Davis that I would be looking at would be Cam Jordan because he's one that, uh, you know, got off to a slow start last year, 
But we saw what happens when Davenport was on his on the other side, and and all of a sudden Cam Jordan got single blocked instead of double. Right. So, um, you know, I, I'm not worried about defense, especially mm-hmm. you brought in Matthew and, and May, and you still have mm-hmm. Lattimore and, and Adebo. Yeah. <laughs> Werner, you made a great point. I mean, you look at the difference between Zach Bond and Pete Werner. Werner comes in and automatically, oh, he belongs. He's playing as the season goes along. He's getting mm-hmm. better and better. Well, what happened? What happened to Bond? I mean, nobody, nobody, nobody knows. He's in a, no. he's in a witness protection program, stuck on, uh, on special teams when he should. He was drafted to be a, a, a pass rusher linebacker. <laughs> huh? He was drafted to be Werner. <laughs> it, exactly. So, um, of course. All that could have been avoided if you'd have drafted Patrick Queen, but I don't want to right. go there again. Be the devil. No, but we just we off. went there already, and I think that's yeah. I think that's been proven out. Here's the other yeah. thing, Mike. I'd like to talk about with with Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan missed his first game in his career because of COVID, right? And then he came mm-hmm. on and had an incredible back end of the season. Look, if Peyton Turner's healthy, if if, if Davenport is healthy, if they can continue to see again in the an ascension in Carl Grandison's game again. Passigno is back on the inside. They bring in Street now uh, to help on Yamada. Um, you, all of a sudden now, maybe you're not putting the pressure on Cam Jordan where he's got to play every single down, and you're able to rotate him more, maybe give him a little bit more rest so he is fresher again as, as you yeah. go through the season. Exactly. See, I think, again, they still put so much pressure on him to be the guy every single play. And, yeah. and, again, they've got younger players that, again, should be ascending right now and giving this guy an opportunity to maybe play less snaps and to get more quality out of those snaps. No doubt about it. I mean, uh, oh, we saw what happened when when, uh, when Jordan played. I mean, almost he, he had that game off with COVID, and he kind of came out revitalized. I mean, it's like he had a week off. And, I mean, he said he could have played the way he felt, but um, – He's down. He's still dominant at, at most points. He, you know, he still owns teams. So, um, look, the Saints were eliminated by the Rams. You know, beating the 49ers last play of the game last year. The Saints would have been in the playoff. Talk about the Rams 49ers game, which eliminated the Saints with no quarterback, no wide receivers, an okay running game, and. and uh, a really good defense. So now you add, if you have a healthy Jameis for the rest of the year, for the whole entire season, with all those weapons the Saints have, and then people are still doubting whether they make the playoffs or not. I, don't, I think not only going to make the playoffs, I think they got a really good chance of winning the division. I mean, now that, Tom, that uh, Tampa Tom Brady is going to be thinking about his TV deal think concentrating on winning football games, then, uh, you know, I, I just think uh, Saints have a good shot winning division the way they own the Tampa Bay Bucks during the regular season. Mike, Mike, let me say this. The Saints are getting no respect. And, and in a lot of None. cases that is because they, they lost Sean Payton. But let's face it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – are in the same exact position as the Saints are. Okay, they lost their head coach. Yeah. They 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 named their defensive coordinator uh, head coach. They got co defensive <laughs> exactly. coordinators. Okay. Yeah. The, the only difference is again they bring back Tom Brady, who is the goat. But yet, 
again, they are weaker than they were last year. And when, when I say weaker, their offensive line is weaker than it was last year. Uh-huh. And the, yeah. in order for Tom Brady to be Tom Brady, to be the GOAT, you've got to have a strong offensive line in front of him. He lost a lot of, again, his, uh, the, that offensive line that really kind of helped him last year and, and kind of keeping him upright. Uh, the, so, again, there's going to be a, a transition period there. Uh, the, you know, you look at defensively right now, they, they, again, they've lost some players uh, that, that were mainstays for them on the defensive line. So, again, we'll see how, how that kind of plays out. You know, Dominican Sue's a good player. He's not on that team right now. now again, right. you know, so uh, you look at where they are. To me, the Saints had, a, had, 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 had uh, holes in their, in their team. So what did they do? They, they were weaponless on offense. All of a sudden now, again, there's a plethora of weapons. Uh, they lose their top two safeties, so what do they do? They go out and get two safeties that are interchangeable that might be better than the two they lost. So to right. me, the Saints have gotten better, even though, again, it's the same transition that we've seen with Tampa as we have in New Orleans. I mean, it's no different. Look at the coaching staff. It's the same exact thing that happened to them as it happened in New Orleans. Now, it's different. Sean Payton was an offensive genius. We go right down the line there, et cetera. But at the same time, uh, to me, Tampa's getting a lot of the accolades because Tampa Tom is coming back. But I yeah. think if you look, if you do a deeper dive, you see that the Saints have filled the holes they needed to fill. Tampa has not filled those holes in some cases. Yeah, and in my, I don't know, maybe I'm a tinfoil hat conspiracy, conspiracy theory guy, but what the hell is Tom Brady getting us a contract with Fox and the, and the Fox covers the NFC? And Tom Brady's the quarterback. I mean, is he going to get extra protection now from the referees because Fox is saying, "Hey, man, y'all better protect our guy." <laughs> well, Actually, you know, well, look, I, I, to me, I just look. It, I think that a lot of people are maybe again that are, that have been in the business for a while are upset because you see him walking in and getting that kind of money. He's got the cachet. It is what it is. Um, to me, he kind of uh, uh, as a. Uh, just uh, you know, him being in the NFC South, I, I can't wait for him to be able to again end up, uh, you know, calling games on Fox. Who knows if he's going to be good at it? Uh, but this would be a different well, division if he wasn't coming back. But I'm telling you right now, Mike, I, I don't think they reloaded like the Saints have reloaded now. I think if you I look at the, at the roster today and you look at everything that happened in the offseason with both teams, which are mirror images in a lot of cases, I think the Saints filled their holes. Well, I think there's still question marks on the holes that that, that Tampa filled. Well, Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady of old. He he's not the reason they won the Super Bowl two years ago and last season when the defense wasn't as great as they were the year before. They didn't make it past the second round of the playoffs, or the divisional round of the playoffs. So uh, I don't fear Tom Brady uh, quarterback in the Bucks. Now maybe I'm crazy, but I mean well, the Saints don't fear him because the Saints, Saints the Saints know they know the they know get inside pressure on him and you can make him ordinary. And they're four in O regular season, and they right. they lost a playoff game that Jared Cook gave them, gave away. I mean, Tom Brady, that game had drives of thirty and thirty-five yards, and they had a pick six and another almost pick six. The defense, ah, forget it. I'm tired of that crap. Yeah. I'm just, I just think that uh, the Saints, they never get any respect, and especially now, like you said, Eric, with Sean Payton being gone. Right, uh, and the great, wonderful Tom Brady is now back with Tampa. Uh, whatever, Mike. Seven and a half is what Vegas put him at mm-hmm. on, on over under. I mean, that is yeah. a slap in the. If I I got that on the bulletin board, okay. 
seven yeah. and a half. All right. This well, is a game. I mean, this is a team that went nine and eight, and they had garbage for offense last year. Exactly. The defense had to carry them. Yeah. Now look, a lot's on Jameis Winston's shoulders here. He's got to prove it. Look, before, last year he had no weapons. He had an excuse. This year there are no excuses. You got weapons, no. dude. Okay. Right. You got to be again play under control. You can't turn the ball over. Again, you got to live to play another day. All those lessons that were learned with Peyton and Breeze, you got to take them now again and, and, and put them through a sixteen. I'm oh, sorry, now what? A seventeen game season. So we'll see yeah. again how that kind of plays out. Uh, but um, there there are no excuses for Jameis Winston. Okay, he's on a one. He really what a one year deal. You can call it a two year deal, whatever it is. He comes out, he's spectacular. He plays well. He's going to get an extension. He's not going anywhere. And, and right. then, like you said, Jarvis Landry probably resigns. You know, for for an extension there at that point. But uh, this is it. I mean, again, they they have given him every opportunity to succeed now with the weapons they've surrounded him with, and that's all I've been calling for the whole off season. Give the dude some weapons because I think yeah. with weapons he will be able to succeed. I agree. I agree, especially. Um a more mature uh, Winston who, uh, based on what we saw last year, would rather, you know, throw the ball away than try to force yep. something. Right. And, and then you don't have to have him running for his life like he did last year. I mean, the right. reason why he got hurt was is because he could not trust these wide receivers to get open. and He wasn't throwing it in tight windows. So right. now he's a guy that maybe, again, feels comfortable in throwing in a tight window to a Michael Thomas or a Jarvis Landry who have proven they can catch those balls in tight windows. So yeah. I think it's a whole different scenario now going into this season. I do want to shift gears here. Big weekend uh, for, for, for college baseball, especially for the LSU Tigers. It looks like right now they're, they're, they're 16th in the RPI, so they are going to host a regional if they can hold. They got, they got, old, they got old Miss this weekend. Your thoughts? Well, listen, I mean, they had a great series last week. Uh, again, they won two out of three against Alabama. They have Ole Miss. Uh, this weekend, Ole Miss is another team that's underperformed since last season. And uh, I think if LSU can take another two out of three, I mean, they're really inching their way into a national seed, um, <clears throat> especially if they're going into the Southeast Conference Tournament and either win it or make it, you know, close to the, you know, make it to the finals. So there's a lot riding on this weekend. LSU's hitting the ball. Dylan Cruz is out of his mind, especially since Jacob Barry went down. Uh, but, I mean, look, <clears throat> Barry goes down and, and, and Drew Bianco comes in and, and starts hitting the ball all over the place. Yep. It looks like Jay Johnson's got his team really down focused at, at this at the right time of the season to be peaking. And, and Mike, uh, some believe some people believe that Barry is going to be better off being DH than putting him in the field. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I I don't have any opinion about that one way or the other. Now, the thing that bothers me if he's going to he's going to have the DH from the right hand side only, and he's not as good a hitter from the right side as he is from the left. So um, that's the only thing that's going to worry me. But he's still a really great hitter, and he's a threat. And he's he's protection for guys who he's batting in front of or behind. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know where he's going to be in the order, but I mean, you know, uh, guys, uh, pitchers aren't going to be challenging him. So uh, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's just going to add that much firepower to a, to an LSU lineup that recently has been on fire. Right. Two two more weekends for for Tulane in terms of their their conference. Um, but yet it looks as though they're going to have to win the AAC to be able to get into the tournament. Uh, again, hopefully, again, they'll be able to do that. The big 
the, 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 the big question mark is in the Southland where you got McNeese and SLU at 12-9 and nine tied for first place, and then there's a four-way tie for, for third place with uh, UNO, Nichols, Northwestern, and, and Houston Baptist all at 11-10. and 10. A&M Corpus Christi is at 9-12, and 12, and then um, Incarnate Word at 7-14. and 14. Uh, I had Jude Young on, 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 on the TV show yesterday. Of course, he's, he's uh, the voice of UNO Athletics, and he told me, that the way the tournament is set up now, it's anybody's ball game in the South Lab. So again, anybody can even 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 an incarnate word could 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 come out of this tournament and, and have a possibility of winning the uh, automatic bid to, to the NCAA. So all these teams have their work cut out for them going in going into this tournament. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's good because everyone's still alive. And it gives every team, a, you know, it gives you a chance to make up for mistakes maybe that you've made during the season. Mm-hmm. And the team can get hot and uh, and then, you know, advance to the tournament. And then, of course, we want to, we want to congratulate our, our old friend uh, who we grew up with. Uh, once again, Joe Sherman, uh, Delgado wins Region 23, 12th consecutive Region 23 Division One title, 15th in the past 16 years. Uh, they, they finished 34-14 and 14 this year. Uh, next week. Uh, they will have the uh, district championship, South, South Central District Championship here in New Orleans at Curse Rooney. Uh, congratulations to Joe and the Delgado Dolphins. And also Nunez, who, who Jude pointed out yesterday, had an incredible season this year. Again, who, who, who uh, uh, Delgado beat out uh, for the championship. Yeah, well, Joe is going to, when he retires from coaching, and I don't know that he's got any plans to anytime soon, uh, he's going to go right into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. Amen. And I don't know if there's a junior college coaches Hall of Fame, but I'll be damned. He he belongs in it if there is. Once he's no, done, no doubt, no doubt. Mike, tell us about the podcast. Tell us about again how folks can follow you on social media. Uh, give us the whole nine. How about the bench? Scott Craig and myself. Uh, Fazano Football blog and podcast. The Fazano Football is on Anchor. The the How about the bench is on the uh, podcast app. And uh, like like yours, Eric, you can catch it on all platforms, mostly Spotify. Uh, are you saying it's and... everywhere? Everywhere. <laughs> Always anyway. a pleasure, my friend. Love Always having fun, you on the show on a Friday. I absolutely love it. Always fun. We talk again. Do it again soon, next week. All right, all right take care, Mike Vazan. Again, each and every week, uh, each and every Friday here on the, on the program. We got Ross Jackson at 535. We got Glenn Gilbo at 515. And, of course, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee when you're in the market for a new air conditioning system. They got you covered. Uh, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. The service before and after the sale, impeccable. Using, again, the latest uh, modern equipment to be able to measure your home or your business. And then, of course, knowing that Burkhardt will never gouge you or cheat you. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call when you need service. But if you're in the market for a new system, hey, don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product this weekend as, again, you toast uh, Jarvis Landry coming back home. As, again, maybe you're getting involved in, um, uh, you know, some of the summer festivities. Reach for a William Grant product. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Macy's one-day sale is going on now with great deals of the day, like 50 to 60% off versatile suits and blazers for him, and 55% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. Plus, find the perfect accessory with 40 to 50% off designer handbags and wallets. And get even more great deals like these on the Macy's app. Download it for free today. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. so good you just can't stop thinking about it imagine lump crab meat gently fried and topped with a crawfish and mushroom cream sauce enjoy our who dat crab cakes only at bobby a bear's cajun cannon restaurant 
food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine shrimp, crawfish tails, bell peppers, and onions in a creamy Alfredo sauce. It's Bobby and Deke's Mardi Gras pasta. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, that Mardi Gras pasta with Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is incredible. If you haven't had it yet, you got to try it. I'm telling you right now, one of the best pasta dishes in the entire city. There's no doubt about it. Man, I tell you what, all we've been talking about all offseason long is, again, the Saints need to add weapons. And I tell you what, I'm feeling really good about this team right now. Uh, the addition of Jarvis Landry, Olave in the, in the draft, bringing back Michael Thomas. Uh, you got to feel really good about um, the weapons now that surround Jameis Winston. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back with uh, Glenn Gilbo and Ross Jackson. Stick around, won't you? Catch the Three Tailgaters show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniel. Catch you with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com.
What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, Monday through Friday. And uh, if you have not figured it out already, the storm is a-blowing. <laughs> uh, just checking my backyard, picking up mops, bikes, um, uh, benches. Whoa, quite a, quite a gust of wind that came through here just a few minutes ago. Uh, batting down the hatches if uh, you're in the path of the storm. That's all I can say. And uh, hopefully, again, we'll get through this thing unscathed. Uh, 106.1 FM Nash Icon is where we are on your radio dial. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. iHeart Radio App, TuneIn Radio App, our digital platforms. Uh, free download for your smartphone or tablet. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on all podcasting platforms. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, you can check out Jude Young and myself tonight at 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. That's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Did a great job this week. Uh, we talked about the Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, Breakers. We talked about Southland Baseball um, as well. Um, and I was trying to get in and talk about the track star that again went nine nine four in the in the hundreds in the Southland um, uh, track meet, but we were unable to do it. I mean, unable to do it because of um, just ran out of time with again so many other things that that we needed to talk about. Uh, but again, that's you know that's that's quite a feat. Uh, and of course, you know Jude being the voice of um, of UN Athletics, I was hoping I would be able to get to it, but unfortunately, uh, we were not. Uh, of course, it's, it's Ismail Cohn, uh, who's the UNO sprinter. Went nine nine four at the Southland. I think top thirteen in the world right now in terms of that time, and uh, looking to try to go and try to uh, win an NCAA uh, championship uh, for the UNO, UNO Privateers. Um, boy, I tell you what, a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to have uh, Glenn Gilbo on in about five minutes. We'll talk to him a little bit more about what's going on up at LSU. But we'll touch on, on again, Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew coming back to the Saints, and then then we'll go full blown Saints with Ross uh, Jackson of um, Locked on Saints podcast and also Saints Wire. Uh, he will join us at uh, 535 
uh, this afternoon. But I'll tell you what, so happy to have our good friends at William Grant as our title sponsor on our Friday show. Uh, it's been a great partnership between ourselves, uh, George Loriana, Republic Beverage, uh, and, of course, William Grant. Uh, just quality spirits, ladies and gentlemen. One of the things that, again, when I had the opportunity to, uh, to be able to promote this great brand, uh, you know, knowing what I know after years of, again, uh, hosting shows from Tales of the Cocktail, being part of the inception uh, of that great t- cocktail festival here in New Orleans, I've got a chance to be able to learn so much about the spirit industry. And, of course, from, again, those that are within the spirit industry, like, again, they have the knowledge, like a George Laureata and the brand ambassadors that are William Grant. And then, of course, also uh, so many of the great mixologists in, in our city. And then across the world, when having a chance to be able, again, be part of Tales of the Cocktail. And the one thing that, again, I was told over and over again was about, about the quality of spirits that are being put out by William Grant. Uh, and, and that's across their portfolio, from the high end all, all the way again to what some people would consider well, right? Look, uh, I always like to, to point this out about Scott Craig and, and his restaurants. Uh, they have William Grant products in the well. And you really just don't find, again, quality spirits like William Grant in the well uh, of a restaurant or a bar. Which means to tell you again, that, again, that and Scott has said it, look, I want the finest ingredients for my food. Well, why would I scrimp on the, on the finest ingredients for my cocktails? And, and it's true. It's true. So, you know, uh, whether, again, is the all-star lineup of scotches, which is, uh, again, second to none, which, again, they've made their bones on. You know, fifth, uh, you're talking about fifth-generation Scottish family distillers, Glenfiddich uh, Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scots Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, all award-winning scotches to, again, the, the bourbon portfolio with Fistful of Bourbon and, and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, uh, the hottest spirits on the market. And, again, that's not just a tagline. Uh, you ask your favorite bartender. Ask someone that, again, is knowledge about spirits and your favorite spirits. Don't ask them about Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka. And, again, different flavor profiles than maybe you'd find in those particular spirit categories. And, and then oh, you're talking about Tullamore Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in the entire world. And then, of course, the rum portfolio with Florida, kind of Nicaraguan rum. Uh, and, and, of course, Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, Sailor Jerry rum, uh, we happen to give, be part of a give back to, to again, take care of uh, active military members, retired military members and their family. And it's through the God Foundation. And, and George Laureana, he comes from a military family uh, and, and felt that it was, it was necessary to be able to give back. Uh, Republic jumped in. William Grant jumped in. And, of course, now... It, it is it is uh, uh, the main fundraiser uh, for 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 the um, uh, for Sailor Jerry Rum, especially again with Sailor Jerry Rum's ties back to the military, right? Um, going back to World War II. At at uh, when you talk about the Gott Foundation, over two hundred thousand dollars and counting in financial aid since twenty twelve, and it's well over that by now. Matter of fact, I got an update on that, uh, but. The bottom line is, if you served in the military, if you're serving in the military, um, your family members, if you get into a jam, they're there for you. Uh, Living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, uh, uh, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs. Look, we have dealt with so much tragedy in in, in South Louisiana uh, over the last few years with so many horrible storms that, again, just ripped people's lives apart. In a lot of cases, again, uh, damaging their homes, their businesses. And, and for those that have served 
uh, in the military, those that continue to serve in the military and their families and the sacrifice they've made, that's what the God Foundation is there for, to make sure, again, they're going to give a helping hand when necessary. And, again, I can tell you right now, I'm proud to be able to say this each and every talk about every Friday. I know that George Laureano is very proud of the fact that, again, that he's been a big part of, again, continuing to funnel money to, into, into the God Foundation. And it's just part of what William Grant is all about. Independent family still since 1887, and uh, you're talking about quality spirits across the portfolio. And remember, don't forget about the limited edition Hendrick's Neptunia Gin, which is uh, now available at your favorite spirit store. And if it's not at your favorite, um, um, at your favorite bar or, or your favorite restaurant, demand it. Demand it. Uh, you know, talk to the owner. Tell them that, that again. Look, I'm in here all the time. I want. I want this as a, as a spirit. They'll take care of you. Believe me, uh, because you know what? They're not dropping down in quality. The quality is there when it comes to William Grant products. All right. With that said, let's head to the guest line. Good friend of mine, guy that's, been, again, been doing a long time here in the state of Louisiana, covering local sports, covering national sports, and, of course, uh, he does it now for Outkick.com. Glenn Gilbo joins us on the program. Glenn, how are you? Hello. What's up, Eric? How are you? Hey, how you doing, Glenn? How's the weather up in Baton Rouge right now? It's very bad, bad <laughs> rain and wind, man. I'm, I'm just thinking... Glad this wasn't at the Jazz Fest last week. But yes, it, indeed. It, it, and by the way, I saw now, the pictures. But it was bad. <laughs> yeah, we were getting it right now. It's, I mean, literally, I mean, uh, uh, I have stuff blowing all over my yard. <laughs> in the break, <laughs> I had to go pull out. We got to, had to batten down the hatches uh, because it was, it was blowing in. Uh, by the way, looked like you guys had a great time at Jazz Fest last weekend. Yeah, I did. You know, the only mistake I made was not going the, the first weekend because after I went Friday and Saturday – uh, I, I didn't go Sunday. We, we, we went to something else. Um, we went to that uh, Vincent Van Gogh uh, exhibit downtown New Orleans. But um, I was too tired to go on Sunday. But come Monday morning, I was like, damn, I wish we had another weekend of this Jazz Fest because I, right. I was primed then, you know, because uh, that Saturday was rough, man. Saturday was hot and, and really yes, it was. Springsteen-like crowded. But yeah. I, I recovered and, uh, you know, I'm used to going both weekends, and I was yes. too busy the, the first weekend. But uh, it was great, man. It was it was great to have it back. Uh, I saw some great acts, and uh, and uh, you know, my wife Michelle came. She doesn't always go to jazz fest, but she right. had a good time too. I'm glad. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a jazz fest. Usually Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, both weekends. This is the first time uh, in like 30 years that I didn't go both consecutive weekends all six days. And wow. you know, some of it was, yeah, some of it was again because of work. Okay, some of it was again just kind of easing myself back in again after I've got yeah. two years of really doing nothing. Right? I mean, all of a yeah. sudden it's like, like it's like, you know, because well, people that, that, that hang with me know again we're you know we're you know we go, we get out there early, we get our spots. So you're in that heat from eleven o'clock in the morning, you know, all the way until seven o'clock at night. And it, it, I mean, it, it takes its toll. It definitely oh, takes no its toll on you. You know, uh, but. Uh, nevertheless, I thought it was a great jazz fest. I thought they did a great job in putting it on. You know, even again the about face when they had the COVID outbreak with uh, Melissa Etheridge and also uh, with um, Willie Nelson able to get the Zach Brown band in and and uh, Marva Staples. Uh, they just do a great job at jazz fest. And look, that's a four hundred million dollar impact, economic impact on the city. That that is a Super Bowl every single year. And you talk about, uh, you know, we, we saw the crowds, Glenn. Okay, there was no shortage of crowds this weekend. I mean, past, this past two weekends. No. Oh, no. I mean, the the Saturday crowd. I mean, yeah, the Saturday crowd when, when Stevie Nicks was playing, that was 
that, I mean, you could not get through. Uh, somehow Michelle and I meandered through just masses of humanity, and I was holding two bowls of crawfish marca <laughs> and, uh, and a beer in the other hand, you know. So yeah. It was, uh, but, you know, that, that's what's so cool about the Jazz Fest. It has mm-hmm. a payoff if you can survive yes. the heat because obviously the best acts are last. And it gets starts getting a little cooler about five thirty, and then the sun goes down, and you got about an hour left of mm-hmm. of you know the best act, you know, and and uh, that's that's what that's what you hope for. And and uh, yep. Stevie Nicks delivered, man. She was great. Yeah, she did. Seventy three years did. old. She was rocking that Led Zeppelin uh, rock yeah. and roll song at the end. It was awesome. Yeah, another one that stuck out to me. I don't know if you saw her over that weekend was Samantha Fish, man. Samantha yeah. Fish. Yeah, that was after Samantha. Yeah. She was she good. Rocked, Chris man. Isaac, Chris Isaac yep. was great, um, and uh, Elvis Costello was very mm-hmm. good. So you're um, a traveler. You go from from stage to stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I moved from Chris Isaac to Southside Johnny mm-hmm. in the Asbury right. Dukes. He's in the blues tent. He's an old Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen guy. Yeah, he he started off rough, but he. Uh, he, uh, he, he the, at first I thought the mic wasn't working, but he wasn't working. <laughs> but then, then he got he got good and, and and did some of his class. The you know he did Fever, which is a which is a song Bruce covered uh, on the live album, and uh, he he put on a great show as well. Uh, looking forward to next year. That's all I can say. Looking forward to next year. Looking and of course back to a sense of normalcy here again. You know with our yeah. events coming on. You know really when you yeah. know I mean Jazz Fest kind of signals the last big festival as before we get into the hot summer months. Uh, exactly. You know where things kind of maybe you know kind of kind of pare down a bit. Uh, but uh, again, it was it's good to be to be able to have people back in town and, and of course to have these events being put back on. You know what else is good? To see a couple Saints players in uh, to see a couple LSU players in a Saints uniform. Uh, last oh, week yeah. was Tyron Matthew. Today it's Jarvis Landry. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, um, the uh, a few years ago I did a feature on all the players the Saints passed on from LSU, and and really most of them you can understand when you look at who the Saints drafted, and and uh, you know you know the LSU player wasn't a possibility at the time, but Jarvis Landry actually could have been picked. I forget who they picked instead of him. But uh, he, he could have been picked. They took um, Brandon Cooks in the first round, and Jarvis went in the second round. Yeah. yeah but who did they get in the second round, though? The Saints I'd have to go back year. and look and see who that yeah. is. Okay, There's but only I'm, a couple I'm, I'm, that really stand out, you know, that, that were, wow, what were you thinking there? But, but no, it's, it's great to have them back when, when they still are, you know, have, have a lot of years left to, to play, I think. Uh, uh, you know, they're in, their, they're in their prime. I think, I think Duran's going to have three good years mm-hmm. with with the Saints. I think Jarvis, uh, who's younger than Matthew, I mean he's he's in his prime. I think I think it's a great move. I mean, look at the receiver core now. Suddenly it's going from a weakness to a strength with with the draft and with Thomas coming back. You know, so really good moves. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, look, I'm all off season long. Oh, you know who they went with? Stanley John Baptiste. Oh my God! That's yeah. That's what I wrote about. Yeah, that's probably the worst yeah. pick of the Sean Payton era. You know, yeah. he picked him because well, he was tall. Yeah, but he right behind him was Kyrie Fourth, Vinny Sinceri, Ronald Powell, T- Trayvon Rooks. That was just a yeah. horrible draft in fourteen. Yeah, Sean took Stanley Jean Baptiste because he reminded him of Richard Sherman because they had just yeah. Got that's beat a, by the, the only the, they're both men. That's the reminder. That's the only. That's yeah, that's the only. They're both tall. <laughs> 
You know, I mean, exactly. It's, it's amazing mistakes like that, and and they, and he knew that was a mistake. I think by the first mini camp, mm-hmm. uh, and and he you know he never really played much anywhere, but right. um, no, um, I, I really like Tyran Matthew coming back. It's a perfect Me time too. for him to come back, and he's he's a leader, you know, and and uh, he's a hitter, and uh, he's he's going to bring a lot of coot spotted at defense. And leadership, right? I mean, the, the, oh, no they question. lose leadership with, with Malcolm Jenkins and also to an extent Marcus Williams. But they lose leadership. That leadership they lost with Malcolm Jenkins, they'll get that back with Tyron Matthew. And yeah. they'll get it back tenfold. Yeah, and, you know, Marcus Williams was a good good player, very good player. But I don't know how mm-hmm. much of a leader he was. I mean, he was still kind of young, you know. Right. And, and, and Tyran, you know, Tyran, he, he came to the Saints because he, he thinks the defense is already good. You know, right. so he's kind of a missing piece addition where Landry is, is more of a necessary addition. But, uh, you know, Tyran was talking about how, how he's been watching the Saints defense for the last several years and really wanted to be a part of it. So that, that's great when you hear that. You know, yeah. he was impressed by what they were doing on the field. And you can tell from those interviews with Tyran, he watches the Saints all the time. Mm-hmm. He must tape the game. Right. Well, and, and, I, and I want to go back to your point because I made that point earlier today. You're talking about, again, you, you, even though Pey- Peyton was trying to sell this to, to again, the, the media and, and to the fan base that, you know, they like their wide receiver room. Like I said before, he needed a priest, okay, because he needed to go to confession. <laughs> that was anybody looking at that at that point was saying there's no way. But you go from trying to pull Kenny Stills off the off the scrap heap, bringing Kevin White off the strap of the scrap heap, right? You draft Kawan Baker, who's the seventh round pick out of South Alabama, and then and then you've got undrafted free agents in Callaway, and you're trying to uh, trans, you're trying to translate Hardy oh. from a Turner to a to a wide receiver. I mean, it's just a mess, an absolute mess. And and now oh, you're yeah. looking at Thomas Alave, Landry starting. You bring Traquan Smith off the bench or, or, and, and, and a Callaway off the bench. Now you can play Hardy in spot, okay, where you're not really putting a lot of tread on those tires and, and really, you know, putting him in a position where maybe he might get hurt and that may hurt you in terms of your return game. Uh, you can kind of spot him. And, oh, by the way, Alvin Kamara can catch the ball at the backfield as well. So he goes from – Winston goes from weaponless to now a plethora of weapons in, in which to be able to – and there are no excuses for James Winston now. He has the weapons to be successful in New Orleans. Yeah, well, I hope Drew Brees does one of the Saints games next year because he's he's not going to recognize so many receivers. No, I mean, so the last five years of Drew Brees' career, he basically had one receiver. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they Michael always just had one receiver. Right. It's amazing, really. Throughout Brees' whole career with the Saints, they never had great receivers. He made some average receivers look good and some good receivers look great. Finally, you know, they got a good group for Jameis. Yeah, and then again, as look. The line, you do lose. Look, you can't underestimate losing to Ron Armstead. But James Hurst is a pro, and, and he'll be able to anchor that, that if necessary. And we'll see you know, how quickly Trevor Penning can, can, can fit uh, and can move into that spot. If he has to spend the entire season as a tackle eligible to learn it, it is what it is. But you feel like you got a good a guy that, again, that is a pro that can play that left tackle for you if necessary. Now, Cesar Rees, he's got to step up this year uh, on the offensive line. But – there's just not a lot of weaknesses, except for maybe they need another running back in case something happens to, again, Kamara in terms of the, uh, the off-the-field issue. Or, again, Mark Ingram just can't go a full season. Yeah, and, you know, it would have been perfect, uh, a trifecta of former 
LSU players that the Saints didn't draft would have been Lyle Collins, huh? Signing him as a free agent from from Dallas when you remember right. when he went uh, undrafted. Uh, yes. I, I thought the Saints should have taken a chance on him in the late rounds. Right, seventh uh, pick, round pick, right? Yeah, or just or just do what Jerry Jones did. I mean, right. you know, met the guy, talked to him, and and made the right move. And here he is, an hour from the from New Orleans, and they and they didn't act on that. That was a right. big mistake. Um, but uh, no, I think the the line is going to be solid. You know, mm-hmm. Armstead was was good, but he he was hurt a lot. Always um, right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it, it you know it looks good when you combine the draft with with the free agent acquisitions. Um, so, you know, James. I like the defense on all three levels, Glenn. What's I like that? the defense on all three levels. I think they've gotten better now. Again, they got to stay healthy on along that defensive line. I still want to see Quan Alexander back. I just think that again that look they got money to spend. It's not he's asking a lot. All right, he's still out there, and the way him and and, and Demario Davis have played as a tandem. Uh, they just play well together, and then of course at that point he also has added depth in case Pete Werner, uh, you know, in case something happens, uh, Pete Werner can step in. Uh, I just think again that you can never have too many good football players, and he's a guy that has already fit in this defense. Uh, the speed factor goes up when he's on the field with him as well. Uh, look, I think the Saints are being underestimated when Vegas gives them a seven and a half over under win total. Yeah, they probably are. You know, that that's based on on what they did last year, going going nine and eight, and they have a new coach. But uh, you know, that's that's okay. You know, that may, maybe that'll motivate them. You know, they they've been expected to do things every year for years now. So so maybe this this will help out a little bit if they can uh, sneak up on people. Let me ask you about Tiger baseball. Uh, they they've got Ole Miss this weekend. Uh, right now, again, it looks like they're, they're going to have a chance to be able to host a, a, a sub-regional uh, if things stay the same. Uh, talk about this, this baseball team going in the last couple of weeks of, of uh, regular season play. Well, you know, there's, there's no pitching throughout the SEC, and, and, and LSU is one of those teams that doesn't have much pitching. But, uh, you know, they're hanging in there uh, because they have a good offense because the rest of the league doesn't have much, much pitching, and, and they've improved. You know they're right in the thick of the SEC race at at, at fourteen and ten, not counting Tennessee. Uh, Dylan Cruz, you know he, he's a guy that could have played on that nineteen ninety seven team that hit one hundred and eighty eight home runs. He's a stud, but you know he he could probably hit thirty five home runs with those bats they used back then. Um, but uh, and you know Ole Miss is at, Ole Miss is only ten and fourteen, but they've been they've been improving of late. So this this is going to be a tougher series than I think the the fans realize. And um, you know LSU's and if they can you know go uh, four and two over these last six games and win win a couple of games in the tournament, I, I think they'll be hosting a, a regional. You know they, they they won't host a super regional. Yep. Um, unless somebody loses, but um, yes. you know, it'll be it'll be good to have them hosting that uh, that regional again. I, I see them doing that. Yeah, you think Barry will be back a hundred percent by the time they get into postseason play, or is that? And I heard Jay Johnson say it's it's just a matter of pain management. How much pain can he handle uh, going forward? But I mean, do you think there's a possibility we may see him back at full strength uh, by within the next few weeks? Um, I think you'll see him maybe come back a little bit in the SEC tournament you know he's gonna he's not gonna be 100% this season I don't think but it, it would probably be best 
to uh, to save him and and see, let him do a little bit in the SEC tournament and to, to get his feet wet for the NCAA regional. I think that's probably what he's going to try to do. Glenn, always a pleasure, my friend. I look forward to our conversation. Why don't you let folks know about Outkick, what you got coming up for us, how they can follow you on social media. Uh, yeah, Outkick.com. Uh, I'm going to have a feature on uh, Mike Bianco and, and Drew Bianco their, their last weekend. Mike's old Miss coach, his son Drew's been at LSU for, for five years. Um, uh, I've done, a, done quite a bit on that Lakers series on HBO. That's still on the, uh, on the Outkick. Right website and uh, i'm going to be uh working on some nil type stuff next week and then i'll be at the sec spring meetings in defton and then after that i'll be at the uh lsu's uh regional so and hopefully a super regional for the tigers yep no doubt thank you my friend have a great weekend we'll chat next week okay buddy thank you at LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down even over the weekend. They're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy calm. Uh, they have emergency service. Someone answers the phone 24 hours a day. And, of course, they'll dispatch somebody out to help you. You need, uh, a- you need AC emergency service. What do you think Burkhardt? That is commercial, residential, or again, or your business. Whatever you need, they're there for you. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Also, folks, again, it's the weekend. A lot of people get their um, their cars serviced on the weekend because you're so busy during the week. Don't forget about Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. They've been putting off getting that set of tires. Uh, Southern Tire has the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Wheels and tires of the 30 inches, and they can finance that for you as well. And then when it comes to keeping your vehicle on the road, ASC certified technicians, and of course the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. Again, I'll go on the limb here, and I don't think it's much of a limb. They probably have more modern diagnostic equipment than you have at the dealership because the Piazzas have, again, Put the money into, again, this, the, the, these, um, this equipment to be able to make sure, again, that when your vehicle comes in, they can repair it for you. Uh, Green Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page. We can maybe help you troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle. Then bring it over to Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. It's the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. We'll be right back with Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints podcast. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Ray Magliozzi here. I don't cook much, but when I need ingredients for my car, eBay Motors has 122 million options. So whether I toasted my transmission or cooked my clutch, eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Still working an accident over on the right shoulder on 10 eastbound at Louisa. And in the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound as delays are also solid from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to Power. Also be mindful of delays that are going to be heavy if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from Veterans to the 10610 merge. Also in the meantime, look out for delays that are going to be heavy on 10 westbound from Bonneville 
to the Bonnet Carey Spillway. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are heavy as they stretch from Lafayette Street to the Claiborne Earhart exit. And on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway, your delays are going to be heavy from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Oh man, it's time to celebrate with a William Grant product, isn't it? I mean, things are really looking up in the sports world. Jarvis Landry signs with the Saints today, solidifies that offense. Uh, defensively, I've said before, I'd like to see Quan Alexander back solidify the defense. Maybe they need another running back on the offensive side of the ball. The Pelicans are looking really good. Possibility of a top four pick in the, in the draft, at the very least an eighth pick, and they're set for next year with Zion coming back, hopefully healthy. And then, of course, you look at what uh, LSU is doing right now with uh, Brian Kelly coming in and setting the foundation. McMahon, uh, again, all, all reloading that basketball team that, again, that everybody defected on. What's happening at Tulane with Willie Fritz and 
and of course with Ron Hunter and the basketball team and of course we're on the cusp of college baseball which again we love here in South Louisiana and look the possibility of quite a few of our local teams having a chance to be able to get into postseason play. Time to reach for a William Grant product. Get out there and get your favorite William Grant spirit and toast the day. Happy days are here again when you talk about sports here in Louisiana. No doubt about it. Talking about the Saints, breaking it down for us, one of the best we have. Ross Jackson does a great job with Saints Wire and also, again, uh, the Locked On Saints podcast, one of the most listened to podcasts on the Locked On Network. He joins us on the program right now. Ross, how you doing? Hey, Eric. Always glad to be here with you, buddy. Doing very, very well. I appreciate you having me on. Appreciate you being with us. And let's start off with the biggest news of the day. Saints signed Jarvis Landry to a one-year deal. Your thoughts? Yeah, this is a fantastic move for the New Orleans Saints and and one of the ones that we've kind of been keeping an eye on all throughout the offseason. This New Orleans Saints team is looking for a way to, as you just mentioned, solidify that offense, and they've done a very, very good job of it over the course of this offseason, particularly from the uh, from the NFL draft and on. I mean, there's massive momentum for this team ever since day one of the draft, maybe even before that when they executed that trade with the Philadelphia Eagles that netted them the two first-round picks that they would eventually use both on the offensive side with wide receiver Chris Olave and offensive tackle Trevor Pinning. Um, Jarvis Landry brings you a player that's going to be able to slide into the slot, but that can also play outside. He can be a two- to three-level threat two-level threat in the short and intermediate areas most consistently. He's a guy that went down on first contact less than half of the time that he caught the ball in space last year. Even though it was a bit of an injury-riddled season, you can still see that he plays a physical brand of football, that he is somebody that can create some yardage after the catch, not because he's the most elusive, but because he simply has that type of will, that type of fight, that type of physicality that the New Orleans Saints love. He's also had a, at least above a 70% catch rate all but one year uh, since that you know, since that stat started to be tracked by reception perception here recently. And so he gives you somebody that just like Chris Olave, who was the second best uh, contested catch receiver in this year's NFL draft class, who is a guy that wins against man, wins versus press, can play against his own. He really just gives you another versatile piece that will allow the New Orleans Saints and now Pete Carmichael to have talent to help elevate the scheme as opposed to relying on the scheme to elevate the talent, which was sort of the situation that the Saints were in last year. Yeah, and, and, and in a lot of cases what they were in during the Breeze era, right? Where they right. maybe didn't go out and get the top players at, 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 at skill position players on the offense, but felt that Breeze was going to be able to lift the level of play between him and, of course, the, the play calling of Sean Payton, that they would obviously been one of the most prolific offenses in NFL history. This is a collection of, of again, uh, great assets now when you start talking about it, the wide receiver position as opposed to what they had last year. The town is off the charts based on what happened last year. And you look at the offense as a whole now, this looks like a, a, an offense that you have to reckon with in terms of weapons. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've been looking at this team as a team that's been ready to be a defensively focused team, a defensive mentality team. But now – you look at the addition of being able to fill the hole at, uh, you know, on the left side of the offensive line, whether that be Trevor Penning or James Hurst. The Saints are in pretty good shape there. You're going to see some drop-off at that spot because it's not Teron Armstead, but you're in a much better position than maybe you had expected them to be over uh, you know, the early portions of the offseason. Then you look at what they've done. Um, you know, they effectively are going to march out three new starting receivers next season, and Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and Jarvis Landry, with the latter two being new additions, and of course with the former and uh, in, in Michael Thomas, having not hit the field in 2021 expected, although he still has some hurdles to clear as Dennis Allen said, but head coach Dennis Allen said, but you know, you still expect to see him on the field in 2022. You expect that Alvin Kamara is going to miss some games, but 
you know, he's going to be available for the majority of games. Even worst-case scenario, if he's suspended for six games, he's still there for 11 of your matchups. And so the yes. Saints, who have a tough schedule in 2022, um, don't play the most uh, – they, they really don't play the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. And they're in some, you know, early divisional matchups with the three first games being divisional, three of the final five games being divisional as well. Mm-hmm. This is a team that needs to be able to have a fast start. And as they've continued to build this offense, as this defense continues to – you know, maintain its talent, but also adding talent and maybe even getting better in certain places over on the defensive side. Yes. This is a team that's set to compete, not just because of what they're going to put on the field in terms of the ability to stop opposing offenses, but now you might have a little bit of catch-up to do if you're an opposing offense because this Saints offense is looking like it's ready to put up some points. I'm with you. Still think they need another running back. Uh, you know, the, the question is, is, is Abram Smith that guy, the rookie undrafted free agent out, out of Baylor? It's a rookie free agent uh, weekend. I'm um, sorry, it's rookie minicamp weekend uh, where a lot of the undrafted free agents and the rookies get a chance to be able to showcase themselves for the first time. This coaching staff, your expectations? I, I think I'm exactly there with you. I think you get a good look at Abram Smith this weekend. Um, and, and kind of see if he's somebody that you, you start to believe in early as an organization. And even if so, I think going out and still looking for another veteran running back makes a lot of sense. They're, they're still there. I mean, there's still a bunch. I know that they weren't able to land Sony Michelle. Who do you like? You still got guys like Philip Lindsay, um, even Darrell Williams, if you want to continue mm-hmm. the LSU homecoming right. out there. And you've got a couple of familiar faces, too, that you could also bring back in Latavius Murray and even Devontae Freeman, who spent the preseason mm-hmm. with the New Orleans Saints didn't stick on the roster. The Saints wanted to roll ahead with Tony Jones Jr. Both of those guys, Murray and Freeman, ended up going to the Baltimore Ravens and yes. had themselves some pretty decent seasons after some injuries kind of swept that mm-hmm. um, Baltimore roster early. And so the Saints are in a position here to where they can get a look, they can be patient, they can get a look at what they have in the room and then go out and decide exactly what type of running back they, they're, they're looking for and who's the guy that will be able to be there. Will the skill set be more important than familiarity, or will familiarity be more important? And right. in either case, the Saints have a route that they can go in the veteran running back market. Ross, you mentioned Latavius Murray. I'd love to see him back in the, in the Saints uniform. Out of those players you. that you mentioned, who do, you, who do you like? Who do you think would be the best fit? I, I really I agree with you. I, I think Latavius Murray would be a fantastic one. I, I don't know. Look, I know that they ended up moving on from Latavius Murray, but the Saints have done this before. They've been able to bring back guys. I mean, you look how many times guys like JT Barrett and Jonathan Williams have gone on and off of the New Orleans Saints roster. And I don't think that it's impossible for the Saints to be able to uh, to get him back if that's the route they wanted to go. But he's a phenomenal pass blocker at six foot three. He falls down and falls forward and gains you two yards. He can get you. He can get you some tough passes. And he's even been a guy that's made some surprise plays for the, for the team, some explosive plays for the team in his time. I mean, he came in and had a couple of 100-yard games in Alvin Kamara's absence a few years ago. He's had a couple of moments where he showcased his ability to be able to chip and move and then find his way open when, uh, when you know, a passing lane start to break down and be able to bail a quarterback out. I mean, he's somebody that really just has the expansive skill set that you'd be looking for that can complement along with a familiarity, whatever package of running backs you end up having to or being able to put out on the field. So I think out of all of them, that would be my favorite. If, if you wanted to go the unfamiliar route, my favorite fit would be Philip Lindsay. I think he's right. a little bit like what you had, what you were looking at in Sony Michelle. Maybe not as much the form of a guy that's going to be a leading rusher for you like Sony Michelle was for the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams last year, but he's somebody that can produce for you in terms of carries out the backfield, but that can make a major impact as a receiver out the backfield for you. So I really like what his fit would be in place of Alvin Kamara, but in terms of somebody that can operate 
in his place, but then also compliment him, Latavius Murray is the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, I agree. I'm a little greedy. I'd like to see Quan Alexander back. I know that, again, that maybe that's a little bit of a luxury, but, look, I just think there's a fit there with Demario Davis. There's insurance in case, again, injury. There's a lot of reasons why you bring him back. Uh, But if they don't, do you feel this defense is set? I think they're close. I think that I think that this is a team that if you put that defense out as we expect it to look today on paper and you put those players out there, that have the personnel that they need to still be a very, very good defense. But I agree. I think getting Quan Alexander back makes a lot of sense. I like what the Saints have in Pete Werner. They clearly like what they have in Pete Werner. DeMarco Jackson is somebody that's really, really interesting to me. I, I know that he's probably going to start off mostly as a special teamer more than anything else, but his development ceiling is pretty high if he isn't hindered by his size. He's a little bit undersized, right, at six mm-hmm. foot, 230-some-odd pounds. But that's kind of right around where Quan Alexander was. The difference is that Quan Alexander has such a good communication and relationship with uh, DeMario Davis, who's the quarterback of your defense. He has the familiarity. He knows the system. He has NFL experience. You have a lot of young guys behind DeMario Davis right now. Zach Bond, Cade Nellis, Pete Werner, DeMarco Jackson, they're all young linebackers. And so to be able to get another veteran in there and to be able to pair the energy of Quan Alexander with the energy and leadership of Tyron Matthew, with the energy and leadership of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, with the energy and leadership of uh, Cam Jordan, it just really elevates that defense, right? It's, it's one of those one-piece ads that ends up impacting all three levels of your defense in a really specific way that kind of comes down to really more off field than on field, but it all yes. translates on the field because of the energy that it generates as well. So I really Couldn't think that more. bringing in Quan Alexander would make a lot of sense. I also think continuing to look at and address the interior defensive line makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense as well. Ryan Nielsen is a phenomenal developer and has clearly been very comfortable with the New Orleans Saints and, and, and their system and being able to elevate some of these undrafted and late round guys. But if you're able to get one more uh, you know, late free agent in the building, maybe even somebody that's cut after training camp right. that's just got a little bit more NFL experience, I think that that could, do, that, that could move the needle a little bit more for this defense mm-hmm. as well. I do think Passigno coming back this year healthy is going to help them there, though. Too. Big time. Big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, I, I think Street will, too, as well. I think that was, that was a nice pickup by them, and, and under-the-radar yeah. pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna be. He could be that guy, kind of like Malcolm Brown was, right? Yeah, right. Malcolm Brown a few years ago, the thing mm-hmm. signed him. It was a, a signing that nobody talked about outside the city of New Orleans, and he ended up being a really, really big piece of the mm-hmm. Saints defense as a nose tackle, as a as a one tech guy that yes. really complemented what the New Orleans Saints love to do as a multiple front. They'll play even and odd men on the front. And so Malcolm Brown was able to switch around and move and kind of increase a little bit of that, uh, the versatility, the, the rotation mm-hmm. that the Saints had on that D-line. And I think that was huge for them and something that, yeah. you know, you would like to see them be able to kind of restaff and repeat <laughs> going into 2022. But you're right, Contavious Street could be one of those guys that we looked at and, you know, everybody kind of said, okay, well, they're just filling out the training camp roster almost. But then all of a sudden, he becomes enough of an asset for you. Malcolm yeah. Brown became such an asset, they were able to trade him for a draft pick. At, at a I don't point. think they should have got rid of him, to be honest with you. I don't think I so thought, I thought I that, think you know, It was like $5 million was, was the salary. I thought they could have they cut somewhere else and held mm-hmm. on to him. 
you know, one of the reasons why I love having you on this program is you do deep dives in, in, into, a, in, in, into the Saints. And when you look at these undrafted free agents that, uh, that, that are gonna, and, and the rookies that are going to be uh, performing this weekend for the coaches, any, any dark horses that you like that might, might be able to make this team? You know, it's funny. There, there are two wide receivers that I was really, really looking at going into here. Now, signing Jarvis Landry kind of makes things a little bit more complicated for these yes. guys. But just a couple of names to listen out for is going to be uh, Weber State wide receiver and kick returner Rashid Shahid is definitely one of them. He's uh, kind of an under undersized wide receiver, about five foot ten, five foot eleven, like 180 pounds. Really small guy, but he's a return specialist that averaged over 29 yards per kick return during his time at Weber State. Well into the history books <laughs> in terms of Weber State's play. He was third in career all-purpose yards for them, up near the top when it came to the punt return yards in a season and everything that he's done there as well. So if the Saints are looking at maybe lightening up Deontay Harris's, excuse me, Deontay Hardy's load by any chance on the special team side to get him more involved in offense as we've watched his offensive role grow each season. And last season, kind of out of necessity, but we knew they kind of wanted to go that route with him anyway. They love what he brings on the offensive side, particularly out of the slot. And so if you have a guy like Rashid Shahid that can step in and be a real factor for you in terms of as a, as a returner, which remember is how the Saints got Deontay Hardy in the first place yep. was, mm-hmm. you know, as an undrafted free agent out of a small school, then all of a sudden it frees up Deontay Hardy to kind of have that role and be another one of those dynamic pieces over on offense. The other wide receiver to watch He's going to be six foot three, two hundred plus pound Dejon Dixon out of Nickel State. He's a local guy. He's from New Orleans. He went to Edna Carr High School. I mean, he's like, or, or some, I believe it was Edna Carr, but he went. You know, he's yeah, it was, from it the was area. Edna Carr. Yeah, and so he's from the area. He's another one of these hometown guys. And so you look at sort of the the trajectory of the New Orleans Saints with bringing back Tyron Matthew, bringing here, bringing in, uh, bringing back to the state of Louisiana Jarvis Landry, and then you have a guy like Dejon Dixon, who's another local prospect, another local product. He might be a guy that ends up being, you know, a practice squad player, but I think he can be somebody to watch during training camp. And if he gets there, which I believe he will, he'll be one of those training camp standouts that maybe becomes mm-hmm. a practice squad player that ends up getting elevated for a couple of game day rosters throughout the season yeah. and kind of a reserve for when the Saints need somebody there. So those are a couple that I would look at and say that the road just got a little bit tougher for them, but these yes. have very specialized skill sets that I think that could still end up benefiting them if the New Orleans Saints are still looking at what they might be able to juggle around at the wide receiver room. We, I went in a completely different direction today because of Jarvis Landry signing, obviously. Now, we didn't get a chance to talk about the schedule. We'll do that next week. But tell us what you got coming up. Saints Wire, which you, which you guys are going to be breaking down on the podcast. Uh, let us give us a little preview. Yeah, so I actually just finished recording a bonus episode breaking down that Jarvis Landry signing, talking a little bit more specifically about what it is that he brings to the team in terms of on-field, what it is that he brings to the offense as a veteran leader in a room that needs a veteran presence beyond just Michael Thomas, and also talk a little bit specifically about what types of route concepts he ends up being able to complement for the New Orleans Saints. They're going to be able to run with the combination of him, Chris Olave, and Michael Thomas which is a really, really dynamic and versatile group. So being able to break all that down so you kind of get an idea of what to expect Mm -hmm. when these guys hit the field in 2022, and also what the New Orleans Saints can do next in free agency and for the rest of this offseason to keep the momentum that they've started to really, really build after the draft, or really at the beginning of the draft, how to keep that going, where they still need to address. So we've got that coming up on the podcast 
over on Saints Wire, I'm also going to do a deep dive into sort of what um, Chris Olave, excuse me, well, well, a little bit of what Chris Olave has done, but also mm-hmm. more importantly, what Jarvis Landry has done over the course of the last couple of years and what the New Orleans Saints have been missing because there's a lot of overlap there in terms of what yes. caused the Saints trouble as well as a couple of nuances that that veteran experience is going to be able to help clear up. So you're going to be able to find all of that on the Locked on Saints podcast, wherever you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube, over at saintswire.usatoday.com. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Rorschach and Nola. Keep up with all of that as well. He does the research for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's, again, one of the reasons why we have him on the program. Does a great job. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, Saints Wire. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll check in with you next week. Hey, buddy, always a pleasure. Looking forward to it. Take care, stay safe, and I'll talk to you then. And, and of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Let's get that out before we get out of here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ross Jackson, NOLA, N-O-L-A on Twitter is the easiest way to keep up with everything going on. Thanks, bud. Have a great weekend. You too, bud. All right, that's uh, Ross Jackson. Hey, don't forget, again, about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. And, look, this is the deal. I mean, again, it's weekend. A lot of folks, again, are, are uh, you know, the, the AC goes down, and then you're going, okay, who am I going to get? Just think Burkhardt. I don't want you to get nervous, excited, upset. They'll be out. They'll, they'll, get, they'll come out. They'll give you, a, again, a true vision of what, what's going on with the, uh, with the system. And they're only going to repair what's necessary. Only going to repair what's necessary. For some reason, they can't get you up and running. Uh, they'll, they'll put a few of, uh, of the window units in your, in your room, in your home, so that, again, you can stay cool uh, until, again, maybe the part comes in or maybe the uh, system that you've, you pick comes in. Go with a company you can trust. It's not going to gouge your cheat It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com acpromise.com. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka. Also, again, All-Star Line with Scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey Shoulder Scotch. Also, Hudson Whiskey, as well as Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey. Sailor Jerry Rum and Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, as well as Drambuie, if you love a rusty nail. All part of the portfolio of William Grant. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-9500. That's 1-800-885-9500. 1-800-885-9500. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The New Orleans Wine and Food Experience invites all wine lovers with an appreciation for the finer things in life to join us at our exclusive premium wine tasting event, Vanola, on June 9th. Enjoy rare and highly valued wines right from the winemakers themselves, each one of a retail value of $60 or more. Learn what's new in the world of wine and you'll never be bored again. Tickets are on sale now at nowfee.com. That's N-O-W-F-E.com. All right, folks, that's it for me. Have a wonderful weekend. I want to thank Mike Mazan, Glenn Gilbo, Ross Jackson for joining us on the program. Also want to thank um, Rudy back at studio for producing. want to thank our sponsors, including William Grant, Family Distillers. All the sponsors can be found at ericasher.com. Slideshow of the uh, sponsors. Click on the sponsors and support those sponsors. Thank you for listening. Jude Young joins me in the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Have a wonderful weekend, New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog kids to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. You're